Live from Chicago, the podcast that brings together the best minds in digital marketing today, Chicago Social. Now, from the offices of Boxless Media, in the heart of downtown Chicago, it's the deep dish eating, eternal Cubs fan, and And man man of of the the hour, hour. our host, Jason Bauman. Now, let's get social. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the fifth episode of the Chicago Social Podcast. My name is Jason Bauman. I'm the chief digital strategist over at Boxless Media, and I'm the host of the Chicago Social Podcast. I'm excited to be here today, and today we're taking a little bit of a different approach with the podcast. Instead of bringing on a guest, today I'm going to talk to you a little bit about social media. Social media is something that I'm very passionate about. It's something that three years ago, I walked out of a very successful position to launch a company dedicated strictly to social media. And it was one of the best things that I've ever done. And I've learned an awful lot in those three years. Today, I want to share a lot of that information with you. Before we do that, I want to talk to you a little bit about the social media conference that we're putting on here in June in Chicago. Chicago Social is really about bringing some of the biggest and brightest names in social media to Chicago. We're bringing Rich Brooks, who I think has one of the best podcasts out there, on stage. We're bringing Sue B. Zimmerman, who is undoubtedly one of the biggest Instagram marketing experts to Chicago, to talk about how she launched 18 companies and became successful in those companies by using social media. We're going to talk to Vivica Von Rosen, who was on our podcast a few weeks ago talking about LinkedIn. Vivica has an amazing message, and you're going to be very excited to hear what she has to say. Just the 30 minutes we spent with her on the podcast were jam-packed with information. Wait till you hear her on the stage at Chicago Social. Amy Schmittauer is, is an awesome YouTube marketer. Check her out at Sexy Savvy Social, and you'll see what I'm talking about. She's going to talk to us about the power of video marketing and YouTube. YouTube is the second biggest search engine out there, only second to Google. So it's important that we learn how to embrace the power of that and Amy Schmittauer is going to talk about that. Vincenzo Landino is one of the newest names in social media today because he's talking about something that's brand new to social media. It's the concept of live streaming. He's going to talk about Periscope and Facebook Live and how we can integrate live streaming into our marketing plans. And I'm really excited to hear about that. Finally, we're going to bring on the stage Amy Guth, who's a Chicago person by heart. She's um, She's been the leader of an agency. She's been the publisher of one of the newspapers in Chicago. But she talks about something that's really important. It's about being human online. And you can only build a great community online by realizing that social media is about connecting individual people with individual people. So whether you're representing a big brand or a small business or yourself, it's about people connecting with the people behind those brands. This is a stellar cast of speakers and I can't wait to be at this conference. If you have not heard about the conference, I encourage you to go online and learn all about it at www. 
www.chicagosocialcon.com. That's www.chicagosocialcon.com. Tickets are on sale now. I think they're a bargain. If you can't make it into Chicago, check it out because we have a digital pass that's available for for a fraction of the cost of anyone else's digital pass. And you're going to get all that same content, a bunch of freebies, all available online. So go ahead and check it out. It's www.chicagosocialcon.com. Enough about that. Let's get on to social media because social media is something that I'm so passionate about. But I think in order to understand social media, we got to remember a few fundamentals. Social media is about connecting people. It's about making relations, building relationships between individual people. It's not a press release bulletin board. It's about engaging with other people in a way where it was never possible before. If you're reading a book, you can tweet the author and the author can respond to you and you can talk about the subject matter in the book. That would never happen 10 years ago. If you're reading the newspaper online, you can tweet the journalist, the writer, the reporter and talk to them and even talk about how you might disagree with their statements. It's available, that it's an opportunity now that social media has brought to us. That's the power of social media. But you can't have a successful social media presence without a community. So how do you build a community? It's pretty simple. First thing you need to do is you need to identify where your audience is. You can't build a community unless you're talking to the people you want to be talking to in a platform where they're at. So first, find out where your audience is. Are they on Facebook? Are they on Twitter, LinkedIn? Are they on, on Instagram or Snapchat? Find out where your audience is, do some research. Talk to the people and find out where they're hanging out online. Then you can, you can start to build your community, but you can't do it until you know where your audience is at. Next, you have to understand what they're looking for because if you don't know what they're looking for, you're not gonna be of any value to them. All right. Understand what they're looking for. Do not just walk into this thinking you're going to talk about your products and talk about what you have to sell to them. Social media is not about you. Ladies and gentlemen, write that down right now, unless you're driving. Social media is not about you. It's about the person with whom you're communicating with. That is critical. Instead of blasting out content or thinking about blasting out, blasting out content, take a minute, step back, and listen. It will help you build a much better community. So once you understand what people are looking for, you have to deliver what they want, not your marketing messages or your brand, your brand language. It's not about that. It's about delivering what those people are looking for. What type of content are they going to respond to? Do they want to look? Do they want to watch videos, or are videos not not convenient for them? Would they rather read a blog article or listen to a podcast? Do they want to see pictures? Do they want to see snaps, short disappearing videos? You got to understand what kind of content they are going to respond to, and then see if you have the ability to create that content. So say, for instance, your audience is all about podcasts. 
but you don't have a microphone. You have no idea how to build a podcast or produce a podcast. Well, you're going to have to rethink your strategy a little bit because you have to deliver the content that people want to, to hear. So whether it's a podcast, whether it's, it's, a video, it's online video, or it's just a blog article, what people are looking for, you have to deliver. Amy Guth has an amazing rule of thirds, she calls it. That rule, that rule is first to remember the first third of everything that you produce online should be content from other people who are authorities in that topic area. So deliver information that your audience is looking for that was produced by someone else who is an established authority in that industry. The second third of content should be your content that is built to, to engage those people. So if people are looking for information about setting up a podcast, well then you build that content based on what you know about that person, what they're looking for. Finally, the final third of her third of her rule of thirds is to spend time engaging with individuals online. And it's really important to remember that they're individuals. They're people behind those keyboards and those tweets and those messages. As I mentioned, remember, it's not about you at all. It's always about the person who's on the other side of those Facebook messages, those Facebook comments, those tweets, those Instagram pictures. Rich Brooks came on our, our podcast last week and he talked about something called the, the DMAP, which is basically four essential parts of a digital marketing strategy. Now, he comes at it with a little bit of a web-centric view. He talks about websites, he talks about conversions, and he talks about a lot of web terms and strategies. I want to take a little bit about what he said and bring it to the social media world. So let's talk about Rich Brooks' DMAP. First, his first step is attraction. So he talks about bringing people to your website through SEO, social media, and advertising. Well, instead of looking at that, how can we attract people to your social media presence? How does someone go and find your Facebook page, your Facebook group, or your Instagram account? Well, the first thing you need to do is tell them about it. So one way of doing that would be old school traditional marketing methods. Another way would be by going online and engaging with people and inviting them back to your social platforms. So go respond in the LinkedIn group and say, hey, by the way, check out my, my podcast on you know, Stitcher or iTunes. You know, go on a Facebook group and talk about how your podcast is, is you know, exactly what these people are looking for. Bring them back to your communities. So go out there, engage with people, and invite them. So you're tracking people. A third way that's really, really powerful would be advertising. You know, when Facebook launched, people were so excited, you know, and, and then Instagram and, and Twitter. When all these social media platforms launched, people were so excited because they said, wow, they're free. You know, one of the biggest scares I remember the last five years was that Facebook was going to eventually charge people to have accounts. Never happened that way. But what happened is, from a business perspective, Facebook and all of the other platforms became a 
pay-to-play network. And that's, if you think about it, that if you listen to podcasts, if you read blogs online, people talk about that all the time. So the third great way of attracting people to your presence is through social advertising. Facebook has one of the most robust advertising platforms anywhere. You can target people by exact demographics, whether it's age, interests, or, or, or household incomes, or, or intra, you know, I said interest, but um, any kind of small detail you can, gender, marital status, all those things you could target people by. And then you can deliver great content to them. So if you do that correctly, and then once they respond to your, your content, you invite them to become part of your community, you will, you will build instantly a big following on any one of the platforms. One of the biggest problems we have with a lot of people is they'll run advertisings, people, advertisements. People will like it, they'll respond, they'll comment, but then they never invite those people to like that page or to get more content from them. That's a critical mistake that too many people make. So now we've got the, the attraction method down. Let's talk next about in, uh, engagement. So Rich talks about it as engagement. I'm going to turn it around and say, I'm going to call it community building because I think it's a little bit different. So once someone has saw your content, it's critical to get them to either like your page, follow you, check back with you, or see your content first in their Facebook page. The reason why it's important is because you want them to not only see you one time, but see you regularly. And if you can do that, you start to build a relationship. You don't get married after the first date. You get married after hundreds of dates or, or, or at least many dates. It's not about that first time someone sees you and then you've got a relationship. It's about a long-term relationship building. And I think community building is, is exactly that. So you gotta get that person to see your content and then click on that like button. Even better yet, on Facebook, get them to drop down that like box and choose that they want to see your content first. Because that means every time you post something, they will see it. Facebook's organic reach is so low right now. So if you get them to click on that see content first or that see first option under the like button, you're gonna you're gonna start to, to build that relationship a lot quicker. Okay, so we've attracted the people to your site, to your presence, whether it's on any platform there is. We've now got them to start engaging back and forth with you. The next step in Rich's DMAP strategy is conversions. Basically getting your visitors to do some kind of action. So let's talk about what a conversion is on a social media platform. So conversion would be getting someone to click into your website to fill out a form. Someone to um, purchase something online based on an ad or a piece of content that you've delivered via a social media platform. So this conversion process is critically important. There's a lot of different goals you can have. It could be something where you want them to give an email address, they give you a call, um, you know, or they book your, they book a, a 
a reservation at your restaurant, but that conversion is basically getting that visitor to act. And the nice thing about all of our social media platforms is they've really began to build conversion tools directly into their platforms. So Facebook has has a book now or a learn more or, you know, um, learn more click through different buttons that you can insert in your posts or in your advertisements that will allow them to to to, to produce some kind of conversion and i think that's really important that's where the money is at money is in, a, in in social media if you can get people to convert that means they're going to buy they're going to give you an email list and you know what people buy from email lists so getting someone to click through and sign up on an email page that's the money if you can do it you're converting now you're being successful finally i think the last step is is measurement and that's that's what rich talked about last week and looking at google analytics and stuff like that well you know facebook has an amazing analytics platform as well so does twitter um, some of them don't linkedin really has very few analytics um, but most of the platforms have some kind of have some kind of analytics instagram doesn't really have a built-in analytics engine but there are tools out there that will allow you to view analytics on 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 instagram so a lot of these platforms have ways you can see how you're doing so you want to make sure that you're constantly measuring what you're doing and refining your strategy. Traditional marketing five to ten years ago, people would sit in a conference room, put together ideas, come up with concepts, test the concepts, and then launch a strategy and let it go. You'd buy a billboard and that billboard would be on the side of the expressway for a year. If something didn't work, you're kind of stuck with it. Digital marketing is completely different now. One of the biggest, most powerful aspects of digital marketing is that if something doesn't work today, you can stop it. You can re redefine it or create something differently and then relaunch it tomorrow. You can put two pieces of, of content or you put a piece of content out in two different forms, see which one which was converts more or produces better results, and then invest more in the piece of content that works better. This is the power. This is another power in social media. The ability to to see what how your how your content, how your efforts are working, and then go ahead and refine it so you get even better results. This is another thing to think about when you look at this pro process though. This is not a, a step one, step two, step three, step four process. Social media is continuous. So you should be continuously looking for ways to attract new people to your platform. You should be continually building that community. You should be continually asking people to convert into into your web page, come to your web page, or, or leave your email address. And you should be constantly measuring and seeing what the results of your of your works are. If you do that, you will be successful. That's been a lot of information. I think social media, there's a lot of power in it, but I think too many people out there have made a lot of mistakes. I want to talk about some of the some of the great cases and, and, and not so great cases that we've run into here at Boxless Media. And I promise I will leave all names out. We had one brand that came to us and said, we want to launch a social media presence, 
but we want to disallow anyone from leaving messages or commenting or engaging with our page at any moment. I swear when they said that to me, I looked at them as, as if they had four eyes or, or they were completely out of their mind. They basically wanted to use Facebook, create a Facebook page and a Twitter presence to blast out their information and then prohibit anyone from talking about that because they were so petrified that someone would talk negatively about them. Jay Beer just released a book called Hug Your Haters. I think that brand should buy a copy of that book and start reading it today. Social media, it's social. It's about, it's about that community, it's about building relationships and you can't build a, relation, a relationship by just talking at people and not listening to what they're saying. That also applies when it comes to your review strategy. A lot of people are petrified of reviews. They're afraid. Do they respond? What if someone says something negatively? Well, you know what? If someone said something negatively, you should almost say thank you to them. It's good to know why they're not happy with what you're doing because it, it gives you an opportunity to grow and perfect your business. So that client, we're very fortunate that we're no longer associated with that client. And I'm happy because we're about building relationships and that was not that was not about building communities or building relationships we have another client is a restaurant in the western suburbs of chicago they've got a small community when we started with their business they had just about 100 followers on their Facebook page, no Twitter, no Twitter presence, no Instagram, just a Facebook page that was never used and just had collected about 100 names. In three short, in three short months, we grew their, their following by 10. So basically, after three months, we had built them up to more than 1,000 followers. In six months, they were up to 1,800. While these likes are, are often considered vanity metrics. What isn't a vanity metric is the unbelievable level of engagement that we got from that brand. The only way we grew that brand was simply by advertising $5 per post four times a month. So we spent $20 a month advertising and we built that brand. We would post something about, uh, we would post a, a, a piece of content about something as trivial as a, a salad dressing, and we would get, you know, hundreds of comments. We would get 10% or even 15% of their following commenting on a single post about something very insignificant. Why? because we built a real community there. We engaged with people. And all of a sudden you look at their posts and you'd have one post and you would have 50 comments on that one post. You'd see all kinds of likes and shares and it was unbelievable to see how much engagement was coming out of very simple pro, a, a very simple post. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what social media is about. I've never been able to replicate the results from that one client, but it's amazing that what we've done is we've built a community and that community just goes online, shares, and talks about that brand 
every single time we post something. I'm very proud that we're one of their, that we still have a relationship with them. And just a couple days when speaking to the owner, he told me how his business was declining until we came in and started to, to, to take over the digital marketing. Now you walk into this restaurant, it looks like you may be walking into 1982. Not that there's anything wrong with 1982, but the restaurant really looks the exact same as it did that long ago. But we've brought them online and into the social media world, and all of a sudden, they see more people coming in. Their Saturdays are completely booked. They've got a different crowd of people coming, young people who, who heard about the restaurant online and have seen some of the great reviews and seen some of the great engagement online and heard people talking about it and came in. That's the power of social media. And those results came in six months. Completely changed the business in six months. Finally, I would like to talk about one more client. This is a printing company that we were working with. It was one of my first clients when I started out the business. And I said to him, well, we gotta jump on, on Twitter because Twitter is, is, is so there are so many people there talking and engaging. I think that we could we can really leverage the power of Twitter to help grow the business. And the owner looked at me and said, I don't even know what Twitter is or what a tweet is or, or how it can help me. And I said, well, trust me, let me help you with this. So in the first week, we decided to start listening to what people were saying online. And basically what we did was we set up search terms and we would look for some keywords that made sense for that person's industry. Well, lo and behold, only about three days into our contract with that client did we identify somebody who was having a hard time dealing with or getting this, this job produced. They just could not figure out how to do it. They couldn't find the right printer for the, for the application and they were stumped. They basically went on their personal Twitter page and said, I've had it, I don't know how to do this. Guess what happened? I found it. I responded to them. I responded to them from the accounts of their clients, and I said, "Hey, I'm not sure exactly what you're looking for, but I think we can probably help us. Do me a favor and get a hold of me tomorrow, and let me see if we can help you." That job was a $25,000 job that came in the third and fourth day of our contract with that client, and it was just because we listened. I think one of the common mistakes with social media today is that people are often so concerned about how many posts people are posting. You know, how many Instagram posts am I going to get for that amount of money? How many Facebook posts? Guess what? You know what? Your plan, your, your social media presence can be a lot more powerful with one post a week than it could be with 10 posts a week if you're doing it right. You know, it's about listening. And if you neglect that aspect, then you're going to be in trouble. So it's about listening, engaging, and then producing content. Without any one of those three building blocks, you're not going to have a successful social media plan. Hopefully today you learned a lot about social media. We've gone over a lot of information. A lot of it's going to be kept up on our in our our podcast show notes, which are available at www.chicagosocialcon.com/podcast. 
Thank you for joining me today, and I look forward to, to hearing from you all next week. We've got some amazing guests planned in the next couple of weeks. You need to come back and listen, I promise you. We drop our episodes every Friday, so make sure you check it. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and a whole bunch of other places. Just go online and type in Chicago Social Podcast, and you will find us. Once again, thanks for joining us for the Chicago Social Podcast, and I look forward to seeing you next week. All right, that's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, head over to revcards.com. Enter the code CHGO and leave us a review. Otherwise, check us out online at chicagosocialcon.com. Until next week, peace.